Welcome to the Mindset Explosion podcast. Unlock your true self and your full potential with me, Matt Redman. I truly believe the rising tide raises all ships and we have so much to give the world. It comes from within and it starts with ourselves. We all have the potential to live our dreams, do the things we thought we couldn't and take full control of our own lives. Sometimes we just feel stuck. It All it takes is that first step. Take a listen and if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget, share it with a friend, give us a five-star review, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Mindset Explosion, season five, episode number four, and today we're going to talk about uh, my experience or how experience in my life or through various career roles or job roles has grew my business, how I've been able to benefit from those experiences. Now, it's something I definitely wouldn't have realized at the time when I was in those positions because I don't, well, no, I, I, I think if I went back in time and looked at and said to myself, oh, you're going to be running a business, you're going to have multiple businesses, you're going to be looking to buy a business, you're going to be in a family, and blah, 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 blah. I'm not sure I would have believed it, but it would sound very exciting at the same time. So, over, you know, life takes a, a path and we, we make certain decisions along the way. People come into our life that can really, oh, wow, that's, that, that, that's something I would like to do. And then we would often placed with a decision of yeah i'm gonna do that i'm gonna say yes to that when it can be a bit scary outside of the comfort zone and out thinking outside the box and we go forward and we do it and then life just you know, snowballs from there now has it been easy no because what what is but i know staying in something um uh, in something i probably wasn't going to enjoy too much wasn't going to be easy either so you know that's the options really so things are you know it, getting into business, it was hard, it was tough. I had to take a, a few mindset shifts. And the reason I want to share this story with you is because, um, you know, I, I appreciate there's probably people in similar situations or, you know, we've been through this pandemic for the last two years and, and it can be like a good time. You know, I need something to change in my life. I want something to change in my life. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to do more. I don't know what. So that's the purpose of this. And if you can relate, and if you've been through similar experiences myself, please, please, please comment below. And if, of course, if you listen to this on the podcast, a five nice five star review and a few comments would be hugely beneficial because that helps populate it a little bit more. And people that have got that maybe haven't come across this uh, can get positioned with it and get the same help because it's all about giving and. Um, helping others achieve that little bit more let's bring everyone around us out to their full potential so um let's let's i'm going to talk about me 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 it's all me 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 all right uh so but if you can relate to some of this it is it's going to be so important so my career path has just taken a massive it's gone through twists and turns and chopped and it's changed and all sorts of things and funny enough um uh, went for Sunday lunch with my dad yesterday and he was saying that, you know, how he, when he grew up and we probably all heard this, it was, you know, you got to get in the, um, get a good job, good career. And he, even he acknowledged, you know, I say even, even, he acknowledged that, you know, the world has changed that it's not necessarily about that. You, you know, we need to be able to change around and adapt because you're going to learn different concepts. I think even for me being in a mastermind group with different business owners from different industries, I learned so much. Um, just chatting today on the phone and I'm obviously still working on the business acquisitions and just going for that process because everyone runs that business within that industry very differently. So you learn things just by, you know, chatting to those people and hopefully it can become like a win-win for us at a later date. So it, 
by expanding that horizon, expanding that network as, as well, you start to pick up different things that are, can be so, so beneficial to you. And just being within a career or job, whether it be part-time or it's just a you know one-off, hopefully you'll learn if you've got that out. Do you know what? I can learn from this. What can I learn from this? What am I going to get out of it? Because generally working for someone else, you know, while you're working for them, it's different. It, you know, the rules are different. Of course they are. Um, so my first real job um, was working in Debenhams in Gloucester in the menswear. But actually I started on gifts. Um, and I was quite nervous about it. And then I went up to menswear and I was even more nervous about that. Um, that was just where I was. I hadn't really had a job before. Been to interviews for various things. And I think I I was um, studying at college at that point. Um, I think I was doing like electronics and computing and I later went on to electronics, electrical engineering. So in Debenhams, what I feel like the experience I got from them, it was just about customer service. So this is, well, gosh, going to be able to work out my age. So I think from 1993 or 92, no, it was 93, till about for about three years, I think I was there. And, and it was only like a Saturday and an evening job. And then when it was school, not school, summer holidays, whatever it was for college, and I'd you know, get as much hours in as I could. I've, I also did a little bit of laboring for, um, I'll come on to that, but it, so let's come back to Debenhams. I think it was the customer service. It was learning how to deal with people and speaking to people. Um, obviously, I got some, I, I didn't realize I got some sales experience. Now, I've done some various things before, you know, like paper round. I think I did a job canvassing once for Stay Bright Windows. I don't know if they still go, but I, I, I hated that, to be honest. That that wasn't for me. What I loved about Debenhams is I, I felt it felt more congruent with me basically at the time and i made some great friends with that but so what i learned from there it, what i feel it was the customer service uh and at a young age and just be able to deal with people so that was something you know i was able to take with me but again i think at that time i didn't quite appreciate you know what that was or what it could do for me so that, that, that's how that worked um as i, I kind of hinted there so I, I did some work for um a far of um, my girlfriend at the time and some laboring and i think that that was just graft <laughs> so that was tough i enjoyed working with, with graham um but again it is it, it was very very different to what i was used to and i think it was you know what the job got to get done i think that's the biggest experience i got got from that is the job's got to get done i was quite proud of myself for some of the things i've done because I, I i was never the the, the the strongest guy in the room um so i'll be able to do some of that and i think it it showed it, when i look back it showed my mindset of you know what I, um some of the you know this, this just needs to get done so that was quite important but later on where i thought my career was going to go was as an electrical engineer um i've done electronics and electrical engineering at, at college and I got my way through into HNC, and that was tough because I hadn't done great at school, so I had to work that little bit harder, and it took longer than it it probably should have done. A few things that just um, had to you know do again, whatever, and then work for Twiver Switchgear, and I think for that I, I was a little bit in and out of there, so I did my traveling. So again, a great experience for traveling, but the experience that I feel I got as electrical engineer was well. Um, things that I use now is more about is having systems. So I later became a quality engineer. So it's understanding procedure systems. Now, anyone else, you go in any job. This is going to get boring if I just ramble on, is it? But whatever job, there's always something that can be taken somewhere else. It might even be you had a, an amazing manager and it's like, well, I want to be like that person or a great mentor. You had someone that wasn't very nice and it was bullying or 
you know, they, they weren't so great or condescending. And you think, well, that's how I'm not going to do it. So whatever you go, whatever position you, you've been through in throughout your time, it's good to, I always say it's good to look back, but what skill sets can you take from there? Because if you're in a position now where you're thinking, you know what, well, I want to go on to something different. I don't know what, what am I capable of? I, oh, I couldn't do that. But sometimes you just got to write down the things that you're good at, all the skill sets you've got. So just in this time speaking, I've realized well, I was good at customer service. I, I thought so. All right. Could it be improved? Always. Everything can be improved. Everything can be uh, made to get better. I was good at, you know, writing procedures. I, for my time as an electrical engineer, I learned all about, you know, financing a job and breaking it down to everything then to creating procedures for how things have got to be done. So I started putting systems in place. And I also feel that engineer role, I may not have enjoyed it. And that was just down to me. It wasn't for me, but it gave me some great skills and problem finding, problem solving. So that has been crucial as a business owner because problems do pop up. For you know, and it's about how can I solve it? Now, if I wasn't good at solving problems, I'd have to hire someone else that is good at solving problems. So uh, there is that, right? There's always someone that's out there you could outsource to if you need to. But don't go crazy outsourcing at the beginning uh, unless you can, you know, you're getting a good stream of income in. That's my opinion on it. But depends where you are, right? So <clears throat> being that engineer, that, that that put me in that right frame of mind. Later on, as I become a martial arts instructor, it was a massive career change at about 29 coming up to 30 and then that put me in a different perspective from there because I became more self-employed then and we were very much encouraged for you know business development you know so now my customer service came into it but then it was taken to a different level going out meeting people so how we grew the martial arts school was actually just walking out onto the street introducing ourselves as a bow can you imagine bowing to someone you don't know a proper martial arts bow feet together hands stood up because you couldn't do it half-hearted because you just looked like a, you looked even weirder if you can look even weirder doing that but that's what we did it was our way of screaming pigs and you know attracting that attention and, and taking it from there and wanting to give something to someone that they didn't and, it, and we were, i guess we were well, we were all trying to sell right we're providing a service that was going to improve someone's life but until but how do you get that out there if people don't know and they've maybe got already a perceived you know, a perception of what that is so that's how we grew that and that's how uh we grew the, the the location i started working at in gloucester i think about 200 members really fast probably definitely within a year um and then coming over to cheltenham and doing the same thing again a, a, no no members whatsoever put my name on the lease so i i learned to take you know risk a little bit of something and put myself down out on the line a little bit to be able to get something back but that's what i had to do i had the backing obviously then of um the owner of karate world stephen thompson so you know he he financed it and my name was on the lease his name was on the lease so it put me under that pressure to you know go out and do something about it so that's the experience I've got from that. Now, my martial arts training is a totally different thing altogether, especially when I became a staff member because, you know, that that was tough. It was tough and it, it enabled me to break things down, set goals, see a, a lot more ahead, believe in myself that little bit more, take myself out of my comfort zone. If you think like martial arts is very much about getting comfortable being uncomfortable, no matter what style it is, you're going to be doing things that this is a bit uncomfortable. This is not, this isn't normal, <laughs> you know, if you're sparring and even just getting on with the training, it's not a normal everyday thing, is it? So it it changes that mindset. 
So all these things come together. Now, someone else could have been a rugby player or team player, never done sport whatsoever. It really doesn't matter because before martial arts, that there wasn't really much sports I did enjoy. And this that that's just my one. That's the the one I love and the one I enjoy, and I get so much from it. And hanging hanging around with world champions and meeting great people, all these things came into play for when it eventually. Then I need I um I wanted I bought that the Cheltenham branch from Stephen, the owner. So it was his systems. He put the finance in. I, I built the school up. And again, we got, I think we got 200 members very, very quickly. That was less than, I think I was about, I'm going to say nine months on that one. So everything had come together, everything had combined together. Even when I become a dad, that changed that, like how I looked upon my teaching and how I would interact with, even with the, the children that we was bringing on through the martial arts classes. So wherever you're at, everything you've done has created an experience of some form. It's created something that you, like, I'd, I'd love to, I could definitely do this. I can go and do more. You could just be a, say, just be, um, I've seen people leave admin jobs and then they just become freelance and they do amazingly well at it. So you've all picked up a skill set. You may be someone that's been like they've been like a factory worker. They've gone off and done their own thing because they've learned so many different skill sets just from that. And it could be just through a coaching system, whatever. But there's always something there. So there's always something we can look back on and it gives you that experience. And yes, you've got to get used to being a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and, and but we get comfortable with that. It does become a strangely comfortable feeling of getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. But the only thing that's always in our way is what's going on in here, you know, our mindset. Hence the mindset explosion to kind of unleash whatever it is that's in there. And because it's either way, if if you're thinking of something that you, you know, I want to do this or something's not right, I need to change this. So yeah, it's going to be a bit of work or a lot of work, however you want to look at it. Um, but you know, go for it, do it, and you're going to come out. It, not doing it, it's still hard work. So you might as well crack on and do it, isn't it? You got nothing to lose, yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I wouldn't always advise it, but for me, I put myself in positions where there's literally, you know, like that same um, burn the ships. So they, the guys went off to battle and they would burn the boats, burn the bridges, whatever. So they, there was no way back. And so I've strategically, I will say, put myself in a position where there was just no way back. And see if there was a way. I've done stuff where there was a way back. I remember leaving um, the engineering role once to go traveling, and I I tried to burn the bridge a bit because I, I thought this is not going to be good for me to go back. Anyway, it wasn't quite burnt, and I went back. But you know what? It served its purpose. Hey ho. Um, but what I'm getting at is what I've learned from there is you know what when it's time to for me to move on to the next thing, I need to make sure that foundation, you know, whatever it was, is gone and. Put myself in that position where I can really, you know, lurch it forward. And now it's got to that position as a business owner where if I want, I've built a team. I've got a great team. I could, I don't need to be there. I really don't need to be there. I just go in and actually, actually what I do now is, is training. I say I go in and train uh, and just use that for my fitness and, and the staff are running that, you know, perfectly. And we might have, obviously we have to have the odd meeting, but I'm not there on a, a daily basis. I'm not teaching there anymore. And that's all come from the experience of, you know, seeing how things were done. And of course, getting some great mentors that have encouraged that. And this is, I, I want to share it because I think it's important that 
things do take time but had i seen could i have seen that 20 years ago probably not but that's just growth and it's doesn't matter where you are in life yet there's people that can do that from day one and that's amazing and great um but for me i've had to acquire these skills and learn them and go out my way to learn them and invest to learn them and i've made so many mistakes even with the team i've made mistakes in the past and you know it, it someone it, it wasn't for them and they've had to go and it's never easy but that's just what has to happen and, and we we all move on and even in terms of i've talked about customer service i've sometimes got that wrong and we've had to i've had to adapt and right well we, we just got to get through this and try and make amends as best as we can and we we move on so it, everything is a learning process and in terms of my teaching martial arts you are going to make mistakes anyway i would have made i made mistakes as an engineer because you know there's only so much you can do like looking at a screen and flipping things around and messing about with um cad drawings and then putting numbers in a, a system so these things happen so where you're in your comfort zone mistakes happen anyway so it's when i step out i just make different mistakes but i learn from them and um, things don't go right they make you stronger and you, you get through them and you find that way forward but i feel um I feel my engineering background has real helped me to kind of find be that problem solver. So when something's not right, well, how can I sort this out now? How can I resolve this problem? How can I make this get working again? And how can I make it great? And then that's kind of backed up then with my martial arts training. So train onto a fourth down. The, the, the Dan gradings were just so, so tough. So putting myself in things that are a little bit uncomfortable. The dang rains were really uncomfortable living all day eight till six or whatever it was and getting cramped in places. I didn't think I could get cramping, but that's another story. My point is that keep finding things to grow and evolve you. You have training courses, but sometimes just going through career and uh, life experiences, you, you're learning there. So taking that time to think, right, what what is it? if you're looking for a change or you're looking to grow well what what have i got what can i do and if you if there's something missing you can somehow outsource it but there's more going for us than we actually we realize sometimes and I, I do think that social conditioning may have taught us to be in a certain place and be a certain way and if that if you're comfortable with that that's fine and that's great you're happy but if something doesn't feel right about that then it is time to change if something's feeling a bit do you know what I just feel a bit, well, okay, let's change this. Let's make it better. And that's it. Keep it as simple as that. Let's make it better. I'd love to know your thoughts, okay? Um, I was due, there'll be no mindset next week, so, um, for whatever reason, I'm not here. Um, but I, there is an interview, some interviews coming up. I'm looking forward to them. You're going to get so much out of those. Thank you, everybody. So I will see you again soon, okay? But let me know. What is it? What is your experiences? How has your experiences helped you? And or how can they help you when you're moving forward to the next phase of your growth? Peace, love, always, all the time. Don't forget, oh, tomorrow, of course, uh, I'm live on the Inner Power podcast with Andrew. We're interviewing. Uh, we got an interview tomorrow, actually. So that's going to be a good one. For if you love mindset, so head on over to the Inner Power podcast page tomorrow at 11, 11 a.m. See you later. Hi, it's Matt Rubman again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out my other podcasts. I've really interviewed some great people with some great stories talking about how they overcame and developed their own mindset. 
If you've enjoyed that much, of course, give me a five-star review. Don't forget to share and like.